0: Welcome back to the Shout Louder podcast. My name is Sarah Williams. I'm your host. I look after Shout Louder, which is an online webzine that does interviews, reviews and all kinds of good things of which this podcast is a small part on today's podcast, I'm joined by Andrew Summers, mainly known as Summers. Uh, he is from the band Eat Defeat, who many of you may have heard of. They are a Leeds-based pop-punk band who, although they're really poppy and Cynthia on record some of the time, their show is more in the kind of gruff punk, really melodic, heart-wrenching punk rock vein. They're absolutely fantastic live, and they're really great at twinning really poppy, almost sugary melodies with lyrics about you know being depressed as fuck and all that kind of fun stuff um i absolutely love chatting with summers so as i say he's in it defeat he was previously in the ska band called kickback uk he was also in the fractions for a bit he also runs his own touring services which we talk about a bit later on the podcast he's pretty well known nowadays as a tour manager um he goes out with a lot of. Emo bands, I guess. Um, He spent a bit of time recently with Jeff Rosenstock and he is the European dad of the Bennys. uh, So he's got some great stories to tell about that. They've also just been over to the States. uh, Eat Defeat toured over there. Kind of uh, a little bit of time either side of the famous fest. Uh, he tells us all about that, and we talk about American coffee and all those kind of good things. Um, we chat about run-ins with the police. We chat about the kind of mandatory scarpunk uh start that many of us have had. Um, we talk a bit about his history, about songwriting with Eat Defeat, but mostly we just have a really good chat, definitely about some of the tours he's done and some of the bands he's played with. This is a lovely interview. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Welcome to the Shout Louder podcast. Hiya, uh, welcome to my house. Yeah, thanks for having me in the house. have been here before. I Well, I was just saying that um, the last time I was here, it looked quite different. <laughs> um,
1: it was a fucking mess. Uh, yeah, the last time Dad I... came home and fucking cleaned up.
0: <laughs> and Dad. I, I, uh, last time I was here, there was a band staying here, and then I went and picked all of your back line up from Oxford, of all places. Well, it's uh, pretty
1: nice, to be fair. At least and... the one like Wolverhampton.
0: Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I was in Oxford, drove all the way back from Oxford with all of Eat Defeat's backline and strangely, a lot of mum jeans merch, which is currently oh, coming back it. over
1: though, so they can fucking take it. Uh,
0: and then I came to load it into your house at two o'clock in the morning without you there know, being anyone here. So it's two o'clock in the morning and one of your neighbours called the police on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder who the fuck would have called the police. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't but... like you. Didn't see any like windows twitching or anything. Uh, well, I saw a few actually. But the thing is, I, I had the van parked outside and I had the hazards on. If I were robbing your house, do you think I'd stick the fucking hazards on? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: was <laughs> the logic? Like,
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. So I'd come in. I'd come into the house, and obviously it's got all your you know like base cabs and stuff like that. It's heavy, <laughs> and I was I was walking in and out of the house swearing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was stealing your shit.
1: Wait, so the police did the police turn up?
0: Yeah the did police they ca- give you a hand. They, they, no.
1: <laughs> Fucking ACAB. No.
0: Um No, the police turned up just as I'd finished and they had uh, they had a full they had a van and a car that turned up and it's quite a narrow street here, so they had the van at one end and the car at the other and the idea obviously sort I of couldn't drive away.
1: I had this happen to me once, but we'll finish your story. First. Um
0: and yeah, they they sort of came up and went, uh, hello there, have you uh we we've, we've had a report of a burglary. <laughs> um <laughs> And I went, well, it's the opposite of that. Uh, And uh, I showed them the empty van and they just went, all right. So what are you doing then? I went, well, I'm putting the stuff in the house. (laughs) Like the opposite of a burglary. It's a new thing. Yeah, it's a new thing. I've broken in and I'm, um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm giving him stuff. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I rather indiscriminately stacked stuff in a corner and then swore profusely and left.
1: (laughs) That's reasonable.
0: When, When did you have the cops called on you?
1: Oh, uh, it was in Manchester. Uh, it was when I was playing trumpet for the Fractions.
0: Oh, right. So that was a long time was ago, a right? A while ago, like
1: 10, 11 years ago. Uh, so we we just played a gig in Bradford and we were driving back to Manchester because we we're going to stay. Yeah. So Joe, the singer from the Fractions, yeah. who also plays trombone in Harajan. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was Harajan's house and he li- He sort of like lived there, but like quotation marks so he's like didn't have a key but he's like oh it's alright air, the, the window opens so we can get in <laughs> uh, and he like tries to get in the window and it's locked it's like oh this doesn't usually happen it's like alright Joe like what, what's going on so then we go around to the back and the kitchen window is like a bit open but it's like a narrow top kitchen window yeah yeah so we shove uh, Ewan who I don't know if he still plays for Harajan he was the trombonist in the fractions yeah uh We shove him through and the alarm starts going off. It's like, oh, that doesn't usually happen. It's like, oh, no shit. Uh, So everyone runs back out and we get in the car and like drive off. But then we're like, ah, fuck, we can't just leave the house with like the alarm going off. We better go back. So we like crawl past the house like as suspiciously as one possibly could. Uh, And then like, yeah, fucking like five police cars from like both ends, like block us in. And just like, I've got this like video camera. And they're just like, where did you get that? And it's like, oh, gosh. But like, luckily, <laughs> like, it took them like 10 minutes of talking to us to realize like, oh, these are just some fucking white ass, like middle these class kids. Really... Like, yeah. these guys are not stealing shit. So they like, they locked us up. <laughs> we got taken to the cells and like, um, we're just like, they were just being really sweet to us. Uh, because we were white children. Oh, uh, well, no. Nah. That's, that's one <laughs> of those
0: things with, with punks and that. You sort of feel like there's kind of a fuck the police a oh it's still fuck the police things. like if no, we no, were but like there, yeah you feel like there's that but actually quite, most of us are quite sort of laid-back anxious law-abiding citizens yeah that's it yeah. well they're just like giving us <laughs>
1: cups of tea and just like you're all right it's like yeah, yeah we're fine <laughs> just like we just, just like we're just waiting for your friends to turn up to prove that they live there all right okay. that's fine
0: <laughs> oh dear well at least we're not having more run-ins in the police now but yeah i don't know they were fine with me but uh, maybe I should have stole some of your shit. Right? You've got a lot of Pokemon cards. I feel. Yeah, but you'd never be able to. You've got find a lot them. of really cool band posters as well. You've got a full signed Goldfinger UK tour. Uh, it's so.
1: it's not signed by John Feldman though. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it is, but uh, Darren uh, the drummer at the time yeah. just forged John Feldman's signature.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I'm trying to think who it was. I had to do that for a band recently. Um, it's like Darko. It's like thinking, Rob couldn't be I'm asked. I'm sure it must have been Darko, but it could have <laughs> been. And I genuinely think it was Darko, but it might have been Ferdus or something like that. Um, Actually, I've got two on that. I'm fairly sure there was one where someone wanted Darko to sign something and they were all really pissed. And I think Rob just went, You you forge our signatures. Tell him that you're doing Rob it, it'll Piper, be funny. Too <laughs> fucking good to sign something. No, 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 not too good, too drunk. Oh too drunk. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> that was that was uh, an evening in Belgium, uh, where Carl fell asleep in the Buddhist like a Buddha pose in the street, and it was nice. beautiful. That's classy. Um I once w- when we released the Fair Days album, um, there was uh, There was a guy who wanted to get his copy signed. and I think that he orders a lot of things from Lockshore records and he always gets his copy signed, which is great, you know that's sure. fine. Um, but Fede's were a bit like, I was asking him to sign this record. For the guy,
1: I, get, I imagine right. faddy's like, attitude was like, "Oh fuck that!" Yeah, basically. We're not fucking rock stars.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not fucking rock stars. So yeah, you're, you're too good to sign a fucking CD, are you? Thanks, <laughs> lads. um But the thing is, I thought it would be funny at the same time to get them to sign one for me, and they signed one for me, and they didn't think it was funny <laughs> at all. Uh, I, I remember Josh, like you know, like you know, small children hold pens with like their fist, and Josh just did that and wrote Josh on it, and I went, oh, "You fucking prick." You know? <laughs> that's a nice thing for me okay you know <laughs> i've worked hard on this give me some kind of reward um yeah i don't know i don't sign shit but i do like a signed tour poster i think they're cool
1: yeah i do like a signed tour poster
0: mm. it's always did you find it really embarrassing going and asking for it
1: no it was like it was a really nice tour so like it was we were doing like an end of tour photo and everyone was doing it. So we we're just like Aww. the posters are kind of getting passed around and it was yeah. really sweet. It was like a fucking school leavers do. Everyone was signing Aww. each other's poster.
0: That's really nice. I like that. I, I was thinking, um, uh, oh, well, shameless plug that I wasn't going to do till later. But later on this year, we're putting on Do It Together Fest, which you're playing.
1: <laughs> Wait, when is this podcast getting released?
0: Um, Before then.
1: But what do you mean later on this year?
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay it's so late that it's I next year i don't know when it is i don't know what day of the fucking week it is january no. the
1: 24th and 25th
0: yes january twenty the 24th 25th 2020 um <laughs> but you guys are playing
1: we're definitely playing there was a hiccup <laughs> there my, for a my minute my
0: wild fuck up um <laughs> that was just really that was confusing but funny but you are playing aren't you
1: definitely playing i didn't didn't get the men's singers <laughs> tour <laughs>
0: Well, the thing is, we were so chuffed that there was any possibility that you might be going on tour with the men's singers that we thought, oh, well, we best leave him off the poster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like, oh, no, I am free. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, damn It's fine.
1: I'm sorry, we Can't Swim now instead. We were
0: trying to be... We... Oh, yeah. You can't Swim and...
1: And Counterparts.
0: You lucky bastard.
1: Yeah, but it clashes directly with Carly Ray Jepsen's tour, which just got announced e- today, which I'm... I'm e- no. Nah. Yeah, I but have just... you heard
0: the new Counterparts album? I mean, it's no Carly
1: album. It's fucking great.
0: <laughs> the new Counterparts album is meant... I'm genuinely proper excited to see them. Cool. Rebellion in Manchester as well. It's a good one. Oh, nice. Um, anyway, what was on about? Do it together first. Yay. That's the thing that's Poster. happening. Um, yeah, posters, signing, things like that. So we were going to get some really massive like A1 posters done. Nice. Uh, and I don't normally do cheesy stuff, but I've, I really want everyone to sign yeah, it. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. It's a very
1: like inclusive... Community events, so it'd be nice to get everyone's signature. And out.
0: then I was worried that there wouldn't be enough space on the poster for everybody to sign it.
1: How many Scar bands are playing? Um, at least there's three. just say
0: nay, and they've got at least fourteen members in yeah, their band. Shit. Call me Malcolm. Light year. Light year. Is that uh, all the Scar? JB. Well, oh not, JB Conspiracy. Not
1: technically Scar. Well, they are a Scar band. Let's not have this discussion.
0: Oh, uh, hang on. I, I'm actually vaguely interested in that discussion because I consider them to be. A ska band, but like I think they're I definitely the other more of a day is better than your average scar band. Well it's
1: like um They've got a lot more going on. Like the storm is do, way do, do, sorry. it's like the album's like way less scar though.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's weird like
0: They're not yeah, they're not a scar band, they're more of a brass band, I suppose.
1: S- brass but, brass rock, but then baby. that would be
0: I don't know why isn't there a word for this.
1: They I mean they 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 play fucking scar songs like they have scar songs.
0: Yeah, they don't play as many of them though.
1: No, but they're still great.
0: What was it before? Not slow gooking. Duff uh, Duff, muffin. Duff Duff muffin. I've still muffin. got my Duff
1: muffin shirt somewhere. I went to see them uh with the Slackers in Liverpool.
0: I feel that potentially not just with yours but I I recently visited Jimmy's bedroom downstairs in the basement.
1: <laughs> the dungeon.
0: Not in a sexual way, The he dungeon wasn't there. of doom. No. Um <laughs> It was, it was just me alone <laughs> in his dungeon. Oh, the darkest time. Line. Um, but there's, <laughs> um, there's, uh, you've got so much scar punk memorabilia in this house that I feel you could open a small museum.
1: Yeah, man, I'm the, I was the scar guy. Well, not, not so much anymore. You but
0: used to be the Scar guy. used
1: to be the Scar guy. Yeah. Well, well you were in. Off.
0: So you were in Kickback UK, right? That was.
1: Yeah. Oh, I was in a band called Failure by Design before that, who were named after a brand new lyric but we're a ska-punk
0: band. Hang on, there's Failure by Design records as well. They're yeah, lit- yeah,
1: fuckers. Fuck you, Ben. Fuck you, Connor.
0: Is that related?
1: No, it isn't at all. But I do, <laughs> I do like those guys.
0: I like those guys too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was going to say, that's not the same. So hang on, Failure by Design. You play uh, yeah, three. they probably
1: also named their label after a brand new the song. The brand new song. They I mean, it's, it's too late to change so. it really, yeah. isn't it? Well, they just, I think they just announced the label's finishing as well. So Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's a shame. <sighs> good well, guys. Really good guys.
0: Good guys um but yeah you've got like a heap of stuff but so how how long did kickback uk go on for? fuck i don't
1: know like because Eat defeat's been a band for nearly fucking 10 years at this point
0: i was gonna say it's been a long time Which now is isn't
1: it weird because like people were doing like the the 2009 2000 oh 2010 2019 oh, the photo um, challenge like thing and, and i was like
0: yeah i was like challenge.
1: fuck Eat defeat could actually do that oh fuck yeah
0: well, then you've missed your opportunity for like a 10-year anniversary tour.
1: Well, I don't think it's... Wait. No, because 2010. So 2020, It's 2020 I think. next year. I think like December 2020, we've officially been a band for Whoa. 10 years. Oh. That's quite intense. Which just only been a good band for like half of that.
0: <laughs> I heard that you... Well, I know that you don't necessarily rate a lot of your earlier stuff.
1: Paul Smith does.
0: I know. He's trying to convince you He's to play to get us it. He gets to play do a do it Scar song. First. <laughs> Yeah, the man like much. It was weird
1: because we. The, oh, I guess we'll talk about America, but like the first weekend we were there, we played with like. We played as part of a Scar tour and it was so fun. And I was just like, fuck, I miss like being in a, <laughs> a Scar band and I miss the Scar scene. Everyone's so nice and it's. it's
0: I, yeah, so the Scar better. scene's just really happy, <laughs> isn't it? And I, I think there's it's also all like, the upstrokes, you know? Like it's just. Everyone's really sort of excitable, <laughs> you know?
1: Like, there's so like few there's so few scar bands these days that they kind of have to group together
0: and, <laughs> <might> just... <laughs> and look after we've got one all, another. yeah we gotta look out <laughs> for each other <laughs> i feel like that's always been the case though like i always felt like i don't know the underworld 10 years ago well maybe not even 10 years ago like eight years ago it used to just be scar band scar band scar band yeah and band. we
1: played we played with jb and we played with anti-vigilante there
0: as oh I yeah
1: yeah Ian armstrong got us down nice thought he we was shit told me to get singing lessons <laughs> did you yeah i did actually <laughs> it's just like all right i will
0: you gotta to be told to do stuff sometimes you know like i think that's really important have you ever been given like a massive pe- piece of advice apart from that
1: no that was the one that always sticks with me that's it's just, the like one. It, it was less of like you can't sing it was more you have no stamina yeah i feel like it was more related to the fact i'm just an incredibly unhealthy person though
0: you don't smoke though do you
1: i don't smoke i don't really drink
0: so that's good for the vocals
1: I guess. Yeah, Is yeah. I? Jimmy's voice went like so many times on tour. Smoking and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, smoking and cheese.
0: Don't smoke cheese. Don't smoke cheese, kids. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the two things that fuck you up, isn't it? It's mucus if you well, eat we cheese. I do love cheese, though. I remember yeah, going out with bands and they would refuse to eat any kind of cheeseburger before the gig. So we'd have a mash, massive portion of chips instead.
1: Yeah. It's just going to make you feel heavy.
0: I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so. I've, I've completely forgotten my train of thought. I've, got, I've gone off on this. Re- I'm just thinking about cheese now, to be honest.
1: That's a good, yeah. yeah scar, was, are we talking about? Scar, Scar
0: cheesy scar. Cheesy oh, scar. There we go, tie in. <laughs> it's Paul Smith's
1: favourite genre.
0: Oh yeah, so he's still Paul Smith, to-
1: he told me the other day, he doesn't like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Excuse me? I just smack him.
0: How the fuck don't you like what, 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 Well what? The
1: discussion started because I don't like a lot of bands that people rate. Well. I don't like Mad Caddies. No. And he's just like, Oh yeah, you don't... I I don't really rate... It's just a few bands...
0: I and mean I know just... we should feel open and honest to say things like this but the boss tones come on um, this is, they're probably the best band I've ever seen that, that's an interesting one because there's a lot of really overrated bands I think for me I find a lot of old school skate punk really overrated like I'm not into lag wagon I can't stand bad religion yeah. I, I, I guarantee I'm going to lose some listeners just through saying that there's, um, there's a lot well oh. the thing is I, I rate them I think that they're good if you know what I mean but it's just not my cup of tea I, it doesn't do anything for me a
1: lot of it's just really generic and I, I guess we, we get lumped in with it quite a lot and i mean like dave and steve uh love that's their fucking shit is like yeah, yeah. no use for a name like lag wagon like 90s early 2000s skate punk but it's just I can like see a bit so... of no
0: use for a name in with a lot of what you guys do in the sense that it's like really catchy melodies see, i
1: don't like no use for a name no. but i think what it is is i really like the swellers and the oh, yeah. swellers are kind of a no use for a name ripoff but yeah. like way poppier
0: the Swellers are fucking fantastic. Yeah,
1: they're fucking great.
0: But then that's weird for me because I definitely heard The Swellers before I heard No Use for a Name. Same. So
1: I heard No yeah. Use for a Name was like, shit, it's like, this is really blatant. It sounds like this. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I remember listening to The Swellers when I was like 17 or 18. Fuck. Um, or oh, actually, here's a weird one. Actually, I don't remember listening to The Swellers, but I did find a Spotify playlist that I made at that age. when it, Back when it, was the, uh, when it didn't have premium, when everything was free. Ugh do you remember those days
1: music communism
0: like when when spotify had just launched
1: i i must i'm, I'm clearly old enough yeah. but I'm, I'm too old My <laughs> going. I,
0: I i remember picking it up it came to the uk and I, I don't know it was within the first like six months or so it was around that time um but yeah i i, I unearthed a load of playlists that i made at that age nice. on spotify and a i'd forgotten i had spotify <coughs> and b fuck me did i listen to some shit um some of it good shit. Yeah, you know. But I, I was surprised that I I picked up a few bands that I'm still into, but I didn't think I was into back then. I didn't think I'd heard of them back then. I get that. I don't know. Who knows? I feel
1: like the like Warp Tour compilations and stuff were pretty good for that as well.
0: Definitely. There's like yeah.
1: there's definitely like didn't realize that I was listening to like Strike Anywhere and like Rise Against yes it's just like then i'll yeah. hear it and just oh, like rock against bush and stuff like that
0: actually that was a huge one off, off those old spotify players so i apparently used to really listen to rise against a lot
1: me too like then, a lot yeah and it got really <laughs> boring
0: yeah i don't know i'm not i'm really not I, I wouldn't even go out and listen to a new album from them now and that's not a disrespect to them it's just it's not it was something that i used to listen to and i've moved on i guess but then i said that one of the new bands Lockjaws working with Fabled Minds. I said the the other day that they sound like RX bandits meets rise against sort of thing. And I mean that as a compliment. It's just it's an updated version of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I could definitely. It's that, do you remember, uh, what was it? Swing Life Away? That was the acoustic yeah, yeah. one. And you'd go to a download festival and there'd always be some cunt with an acoustic guitar singing it really badly and out of like the alternative get... version
1: of Wonderwall. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Swing Life Away. Oh, it's that guy under a tree <laughs> with a beaten up acoustic with like four strings left on it. Uh, not even strings, the nylon, not nylon, you know, the plastic.
1: Oh, like a Spanish guitar. Yeah. Oh, nice. There was Classic. always one
0: of those knocking around for some reason. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Eat defeat. Ten years ago, <sighs> when do you personally feel that you starts started getting good?
1: Uh, oh God, I hate to say it, but it was when Steve joined. <laughs> well, I think I think more more like less so. Steve. I mean, Steve is a great drummer. Don't don't get me wrong. But I yeah. think because we had like a real like shift and there was a we've had this a few times there's a real vibe of like fuck like this band is over yeah like but then it kind of wasn't so it's like all right i kind of have to reevaluate everything so i think we we wrote like time and tide or i wrote time and tide um and i'd love to hear like the old i've probably got the old, like the original demos somewhere where I like, I went back and just completely like rewrote the lyrics for every song. Yeah. Like rewrote the melodies, rewrote the lyrics. And really like, it's never something that I spent a lot of time on. It's like lyrics or melodies. Yeah. So it was always just kind of like, okay, the way I write is like, here's a chorus. This is a good chorus. Now I have to write some verses, I guess. <laughs> um, So I did that originally. And then it was like going back and just like, all right, I'm going to actually put some thought into this and like really consider these like, Lyrics and like try and tie it all together, and apparently it worked because yeah, people liked it. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel that's that was a huge change for you guys as a band. Time and tide, that, for sure. That yeah. EP was fucking brilliant.
1: But the the thing is as well is we actually for the first time. Spent some money on production. You can tell. made a big fucking difference.
0: Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I actually, uh, I was driving over here and I so I feel like I'm plugging Spotify today. Um, but Spotify. I, I'm, I'm currently the level of skint that I've had to cancel my paid Spotify no. subscription. I know, I've got the fucking adverts back. Um, oh. But that means you can only listen to stuff on Shuffle. And yeah. I thought, I'm on my way to see you to talk about Eight Defeat. So I should probably listen to some Eight Defeat. So I put everything on Spotify on Shuffle. Because I can't listen to just the <laughs> album. And, oh, my God, the production quality between everything is so different. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I had, like, some
1: sunny tracks and then, like, some yeah. other tracks.
0: Yeah, there was loads of different stuff. Um, but, yeah, so you released your... Uh, well, it's not really a debut album, is it? Because you did the album before. How, how are you framing... How we you framing we
1: just kind of don't... Look we, we, oh, look, we did an album and it did whatever it did for us <laughs> <coughs> we rushed it and it it wasn't it doesn't sound great
0: how many years ago was that or what what year was that
1: Fuck, i don't know i wonder if the internet will tell me <laughs> i love the internet uh so yeah it was we, we did an album called challenges yes who it's just a whole like nice community thing behind it there was like so in fact the human project have got their dirty little fingers all over that It's <laughs> luke luke produced it yeah um didn't mix it, though. Can't blame him for that. Uh, 2012. So 2012. Seven years ago. And okay,
0: so Challenges was 2012. Uh, and then Time and Tide was 2016. Am I making that up?
1: Sounds about right. Yeah, because we did
0: that. Because that was... And
1: then a- we took... E- we didn't really send in... Oh, we did the Japanese version in 2017. Cool. The album was 2018. And then we recorded an EP and haven't done anything with it yet.
0: So the album is... I think will be okay. Yes. Yes. Which has done really well, actually, hasn't it? I've got, it looks to me like it has. But I don't know, for me, that looked like you guys were really, because you self-released it and you put a huge amount of energy into it. Um, I thought, uh, you know, it was, I saw it all over the place. Um, I think, I thought, well, I remember saying that it was like one of the best pop-punk albums I'd ever heard. It was fucking awesome. And you've had some quite good tours and stuff off the back of it, where you've picked up a few shows, you know. Do you feel? (laughs) Uh or are you feeling miserable about it? I, I'm never happy with
1: anything, so like, <laughs> I it, it definitely like it probably looks a lot better than it. I I can't like this is it though. Like I'll I'll complain about it and be like, ah oh man, we've only got like seven thousand monthly listeners. Oh on my god,
0: you put yeah. But <laughs> it's
1: just like fuck. Like me, like five years ago would be over the fucking moon with that but it's just like now you, know, you like,
0: feel you can do better
1: just well it's just like ah uh, it's just we um we work with do you know eva yeah so she, yeah. she she books for us in europe um and she made a point of being like hey, i don't think the album like did as well as it could have done and I think that's it it's like it, it i feel like it could have done better if we'd have taken a bit with like we we the thing we did with most of our releases was just rush them it's just like cool it's finished let's who wants it to put it out let's put it out right now yeah and it's like it just I think if we'd have considered it and taken our time a bit more, I mean, I don't know. It could have done exactly the same.
0: Do you know, I'd actually, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think that that's not exclusive to you. I think a lot of bands have a tendency that once they've, I mean, the thing is, you've gone through this whole writing process and then you're demoing, you're learning it, you're touring it, you're recording it, you know, whichever way around you do that. Um, um, you've been so close to it for so long that mm. you forget that actually uh, an audience it needs time to build it up for starters. Yeah. And the thing is that the way that you release things now is switched round. It used to be that you'd release the album and then do singles, and now because of the way that playlisting works, you do singles before you do the album and stuff like that. And
1: well, that's it. Is so we yeah so we recorded a new EP. Christ, I don't know when it was. That this year, like a while ago. Um, and we still haven't released it yet because we're kind of just like now we're gonna take our time. With it's this a
0: bit one. too early, I'd say. It's too close. So you're not you've still got time to play out from
2: right it's it's weird because we're
1: still like yeah we're still like obviously we just did america and we kind of toured off the album um and it's just like yeah it's weird because it's like um like the longer we leave it as well it's more like do we actually release this as an ep do we release this as like five singles
2: yeah it's like
1: it's it's the way that music works is because it's like this is how we if you look on like our spotify the figures seem more impressive than they actually are because one of our songs <laughs> that we don't even play, I don't really like that much, <laughs> uh, got on like a big-ish playlist. And oh, it got like right. It got like at the top of this playlist that has like 400,000 So listens. it's had
0: heaps off that particular playlist.
1: So we get like a lot of, yeah, repeat plays on this one specific song on one specific playlist. That's interesting. Yeah, so like the overall, it's like everything's kind of at an average rate, but this one song has just got like... Three hundred thousand lessons. Uh,
0: that's actually really interesting because that's something that you would never have been able to see before i yeah, think it's, do it's y- fascinating do you think that the way the music landscape's changing in terms of technology has affected the way that you decide to release at the moment i think
1: like 100 yeah yeah because if this was 10 years ago i would have just gotten a thousand cds pressed it <laughs> would still be in my fucking basement <laughs> 10 years later
0: fucking right um <laughs> I wonder how like, many of those there are out there, like yeah, and just as the UK.
1: It's just, it's very different because it's also like, like we, we're in a position where it's a lot more difficult for us to tour. Yeah. Because of what each of us does and because we're, we're fucking old now. Yeah. So it's it's hard, but it's like stuff like Spotify and like playlists and the internet in general make it so much easier to make it look like you're actually still relevant and doing things well
0: then i suppose it's, it's how you measure your own success isn't it is your success the like tours and shows that you're being offered is your success the number of people who are listening to your music or is your success how happy you are with what you're doing uh, this is the, this
1: know? it's kind of the problem though is that yeah because i put a lot of stock in a lot of things that i shouldn't And it is very difficult because you can specifically see how many people like you and how that matches up to like (laughs) other people. So it's just like, oh, well, Uh, less people are listening to us than this band. So what are you doing this for?
0: You can even see like um, exactly which town they're in and also how (laughs) far through the song they listen. Right. And stuff like like that.
1: Yeah. uh, I'm a real sucker for that shit anyway. But it's like, yeah, it, it really is just like quantifying my anxiety. Yeah. It's just like, cool, this is it's like one person is listening to you right now. And it's like in my head, it's like, no, why isn't it fifty million people? But then it's like one person is listening to one us right now. Listening. That's amazing. Like somebody's <laughs> listening to these fucking songs that we wrote.
0: Absolutely. Like when you start out doing stuff, you don't expect anyone to listen or like it. And the thing is, it's not even a sense of greed or entitlement or anything like that. It's just that when you've got the numbers there, you just want them to be higher. Right? You naturally it's, do. Yeah. Do you know what? I literally, shout louder, I could not give a flying fuck how many Facebook likes we've got, right? Apart from when we're about to hit a milestone. Yeah. Like, I don't notice likes ever. And currently I'm 20 off of a milestone. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm
3: checking Why it every
2: page? day. Why Maybe do I it's... care?
0: Like, yeah, but why do I give a fuck about it? It's no it different It's normal. It's just, it's almost like frustrating. Like, I know it will get there. and I want it to just hurry up and fucking do it. Because like, it's, it's just, it's like a little anxious. I'm aware that it's close.
1: But it's weird how that's changed as well. Because yeah. there used to be so much more stock in stuff like that. Oh, like, that's it. Facebook and now likes. Facebook likes are It's
0: pointless. fucking worthless
1: because nobody sees your posts anyway, unless it's a fucking meme.
0: And what's the thing with the fucking follows? You have likes and follows now. I don't know. And that's... I've got like, I've got more follows than I have likes. How the fuck does that work?
1: Well, that is weird.
0: No, and it's not uncommon. I don't understand. Yeah. And I even Googled it and I, I'm still confused and fuck the internet. <sighs> fuck punk rock. Right. It's, anyway. it's such a
1: blessing <laughs> and a curse.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, I, I don't know. I think the way that you measure it now is so different. And uh, bands that are successful live aren't necessarily the ones that are successful on Spotify at all. Yeah, um, I think that production value has a lot to do with that in sure. that some bands try and capture their live sound uh, or, you know, they'll, they'll do a live recording rather than a, you know, they'll do it all in a room together rather than doing a full multi-track recording. Yeah. Uh, which is good because it means you capture that energy and it's a bit more like, I don't know, punk for lack of a better word. Um, But then that doesn't go over as well on Spotify. And for Spotify, it's things like being able to put the tempo, the mood, all that kind of thing. That's what gets you onto playlists, which gives you success there. And the odds of getting all of them all at once is...
1: I think we're a very different band live as well
0: i agree yeah you're incredibly poppy on record
1: i love it yeah I, I would like like andy who produces our stuff gets it he's just like i want this to be as overproduced as possible the new ep <laughs> is definitely that like we are do you know when this is gonna be released is we're it andy re- hawkins andy hawkins oh my awesome. boy we're we're releasing a a single before Ooh. the end of the year are you yeah and it's just like it's it's probably my favorite song we've ever recorded Ooh. but it's it's the, it's the last song on the EP and it's just like, it's so overproduced. Excellent. Like it's got this ridiculous like postal service, like <laughs> weird synth outro and it's so ridiculous and I love it. We're never going to be able to play it live <laughs> um, because we just, we're a punk band live.
0: That's it, live. You are a punk band. Yeah. But yeah, on the records you're really poppy and I do, I, I find it really interesting where that's come from because you've grown up like you said in doing your kind of ska punk band service because i think everyone does it as like a service position before they go on yeah to other everybody things. everybody does it but you know you you really really nailed sort of playing live when you were younger and you've got all that energy but you also listen to carly rae Jepsen. <laughs> it's my girl and there's there's a there's a picture on the wall of you and taylor swift
1: it's less so my girl these days but
0: has she, she been nudged to the side? Well, she just
1: she She's just... Uh, her quality... Her output has declined. Oh, dear. But Carly is still just absolutely <laughs> slamming it. But
0: you do listen to a hell of a lot of pop music, right?
1: It's like... I would say, like... It's weird as well, because obviously I tour with... Like, like, I've been touring with a ton of, like, emo bands. Yeah. So, like, a lot of what I listen to is the bands that I tour with as well. Do you feel um, that's rubbed off? A little bit. Like... I would say yeah, like maybe on a couple of. It's still I don't know because I say that, but then I listen to the EP and it's like ah, it's still a fucking like pop punk EP. It is, yeah. It's like um, yeah, like my like I was trying to think of like my albums of the year, and it's like it's just like like Prince Daddy's album, like Oso Oso's album, like Carly Rae's album, Pup's album, Free Froze's album. And that's kind of like. That's all I've really listened to this year. That's really good stuff too. Yeah. But it's it's like none of it's really like pop punk or like I, I don't have, have any fucking pop punk albums been released this year.
0: Uh, I don't even probably,
1: I guess you could class some <laughs> of that as pop punk, but like not uh, in the,
0: yeah, but it's not pop punk. There's a whole argument as to what pop punk is, isn't there? But <laughs> I mean, like something like pup is very anthemic, big choruses. Yeah. uh, Poppy. But it's not pop influenced. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound anything like the music yeah. that we
1: write. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I think that it's interesting because pop punk itself, in terms of, uh, oh, struggling the the kind of things that would have played old school slam dunk. Um,
1: I had did, slam dunk tonight, actually. Is it? Club night.
0: Ooh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> night out for you there, mate. Maybe, um, maybe. But you know the the kind of bands oh, I'm really struggling to think. But you know, like Joyce Mannery, sort of. Is that where I'm going with this? Uh, no, is it? Why can't I think of a single fucking pop-punk band name? Uh, like, of recent years. Well, You, like, uh, you know, like, like Neck Deep, maybe. Yeah,
1: like, like Trashbow, Neck Deep. These kind of bands, so far. Right?
0: The thing is, you guys are not... Ne- you're kind of pop-punk in that sense, but it's not that. It's more like you've taken punk rock and added straight-up pop to it. I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's probably legit.
0: I think also, strangely, you've got a certain amount in common with Goodbye Blue Monday, which is a weird one. Because they, again, they've got, like, a punk thing, but they're poppy. Yeah. But also, they're fucking miserable. And what they've tried to do is combine really sunny music with really well—that's like horrifying lyrics. That's Scar, and baby. And you guys aren't... That's Scar. <laughs>
1: that's fucking real big fish. It's less than Jake. It's all full circle.
0: I mean, really, She's Got a Girlfriend Now is a really horrible song. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's horrible. They're
1: all, like... They're all pretty miserable.
0: Um, but I think that you've got that juxtaposition as well, in that you talk a lot about being quite sad. Yeah. But it's really happy.
1: Yeah, it's difficult. It's like, oh <laughs> shit, what is this song about? It's like, oh wait, what? He wants to kill himself, but oh, this yeah. is so
0: happy. But it's such a happy <laughs> tune. But I think we'll be okay. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> that's the headline, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think um, I, I, you know, the meme, the dog sat in a room that's on fire.
1: Oh, everything's fine. The, every, um, uh, this, yeah, this is, is fine. fine, yeah. <laughs> this is
0: fine. With this cup of coffee. That's how I view you a lot of the time, So
1: Yeah, it's my life, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, legit. Like, everything's... Everything's gone wrong this year. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm fine. It's all fine. The van's this getting repaired.
0: Fine. So, yeah, current van status is... Um...
1: Current van status. Stay something or other. Uh, don't know why I looked at my phone. Um... <laughs> I, I, let's not get into it. <laughs> it's still in the garage. <laughs> let's just say that. Hopefully, the it's going to get fixed. It's in the
0: garage. Um, yes, it will get fixed. We promise. It will yeah, be good. It's Tampa's all fine. Will get fixed. Um, I have two things that I'd specifically like to ask you about. Cool. I want to hear about America, oh, and yeah. I want to ask a bit about some of the bands that you've toured with. Because outside of Eat the Feet, you're obviously a very well-known tour driver.
1: Yeah, I'm well-respected in the emo scene.
0: Yes, and <laughs> you're Twitter. also like the dad of the Bennies. Oh, my voice. <laughs> and uh, plenty of other bands as well. Um, but yeah, you've just been to Fest over in the States. But before we dive into that, I think we should put a song on for the listeners. Do you have a song off of the latest album that you're most proud of? Uh,
1: you mean, I think we'll be okay? Yes. Uh, I, I really love Can't Say I Miss You. And I... I the, the way that like shortcuts kind of kind of for us blew up
0: shortcuts was huge
1: for for like a, a shitty pop punk no, it's just from... a
0: really fucking good song yeah i I, <laughs> I
1: definitely envisioned the same thing when i was writing can't say i miss you because i was just like this is like a really good pop song and then we released it as a single and like no one cared but i think we did the thing where we released too many singles within a really short amount of time yeah i made it miserable <laughs> i mean it's a miserable song
0: <laughs> I mean, you've made it miserable again so what yeah, are you doing right? Fuck. <laughs> so can't say i'll miss you
1: yeah i like that song
0: brilliant okay well let's listen to can't say i'll miss you but Eat defeat Dive back into our conversation with Summers. I'd like to give a big shout louder shout out to one of our favourite podcasts. On the way to interview Summers, I was listening to the Punks in Pubs podcast in my car. I listened to the episode that they recorded with Seema Brahmi from Not on Tour, and it is one of the best interviews that I've heard with a band in a long time. She's fantastic to listen to, so I highly recommend listening to that episode. But all of Liam's episodes are fantastic. Uh, Liam, the host, he was previously a radio producer for some of the BBC stations. So the quality is exceptional compared to a lot of the uh, DIY podcasts that you get out and about. Um, you know, the quality is excellent no matter where the interview is. He's spoken to some smaller bands, but he's also spoken to quite a few big bands as well. Um Recently, he's had a chat with folks from Goldfinger. He's had a chat with Zach Quinn from Pears. I'm sure that there was a Ramon that popped up. He's had Joey Cape from Lagwagon on there. Uh, What else have I listened to? Um, There was Municipal Waste, Subhumans, The Menzingers, Flogging Molly, The Skints. Uh, I'm sure there have been plenty of other bits and bobs on there as well. Um, But yeah, he makes for a really interesting interview. Uh, He really asks people in depth, not just the obvious questions you'd expect, but a few more really thoughtful questions about their musical background. But yeah, so that's the Punks and Pubs podcast. I highly recommend that you go check it out. Uh, Yeah, go have a listen to it. It's a bit like this, but a hell of a lot more professional and with a lot less swearing uh, and better editing. So you'll probably enjoy it. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to summer's. Summers, when I arrived, you made me a coffee and you instantly apologised for the fact that it was folders. Well, no,
1: I, I, I didn't...
0: So which much, is, apologize.
1: It was more that it was French vanilla. Yeah. Which but, is obviously a kind could be an acquired taste.
0: Well, French vanilla is so fucking popular in the States. Yeah. That yeah. the oh, second that's where it's that from. I smelt it, it totally reminded me to when I used to live in Canada and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly the same. This is amazing. This is the best kind of coffee you could have offered me. Shit's great. They do a hazelnut one as well. It's good. Yeah, they do. But yeah, French vanilla. Yes. Fuck yeah. Did you obtain this coffee on your recent American tour? <laughs> well,
1: Sarah, no, I didn't actually. No? (laughs) No, all my mum lives over there, so I'm over there. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah.
0: I I said you went to see your mum at the beginning of the tour, right?
1: Yeah, we're beginning at the end. Uh, Janice is great.
0: Good. She's, I
1: think, just completed her PhD.
0: That's pretty good. So Dr. Summers.
1: Oh, Dr. Summers Kelly. I don't know. She remarried. Oh, Wow. Well, that's why she's No,
0: I'm not overwhelming at the fact she remarried. I'm like, yeah, right? oh, imagine a Doctor Summers.
1: Oh man! What Did if you could be a doctor? Could you of imagine? <laughs> that's what I wanted to do originally.
0: What originally wanted to be a doctor? Yeah, like a medical doctor. Yeah. Oh, that's a great profession to have. But
1: I, I don't have so, any of the required skills. I was going to
0: say, what went wrong? Uh, well,
1: because I, I kept like, <laughs> I kept being like, oh, I'm going to do like biology. I'm yeah, like, but I just don't really have any interest in science. Yeah. So I just. Just didn't really do very well. Fuck. Good at English, you know. It's just like, cool, this A in English is gonna get me the fucking
0: Well, there you go. I mean, you know, you used needs. to what like poetry writing practice in English class. That's that's lyrics, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and you write excellent lyrics. There you go. <laughs> it's all you, paid off. As long as your grammar's good, we're all happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Yeah, so you've just been on tour in the States. Yes. Tell me things about it. It started off a bit of a, a <laughs> what's the word? Um, oh, Cry fucking I felt, disaster. I, I feel a disaster Now I feel like you need a special word for uh, uh, when things go wrong in your life. I like, yeah, got uh, jimmied. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it got jimmied. Tell, tell jimmied. us what happened.
1: Jesus. So, ah, uh, so I mean, we could we could speak about this for a while. So, like the last like nine months of my life has just been complete anxiety every day because <laughs> legally we're not allowed to tour in america
0: yeah because because
1: of... it's it's technically working yeah and the the thing is like people are just like yeah but we're not making any money or whatever it's like yeah but it's not that that they care about they care about like if you play at a bar yeah. you're, you are technically working for that bar yeah. and making that bar money and that's what they care about so it's like it's a whole thing where like it's shit and like fucking hate it it's like you should just be able to fucking go and play some shows for no money you know yep but anyway uh i digress so yeah we, we were stressed about that for a while um so we did a whole thing where we like me and jimmy flew together and dave and steve flew together and we flew on like different airlines from different airports and different days because <laughs> we were like i just i read all these stories about like bands getting like detained and bands getting sent back i was just like fuck 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 rang like um maz from ghouls one night yeah just like really stressed and just like hyperventilating it's just like maz i don't know what to do like we've booked this whole tour we paid for the flights i am just read this article that says bands won't get in it's just like yeah it's fine mate it's like yeah it's all right (laughs) we got in loads of times i just took my sacks and my suitcase just like oh all right well maybe it's fine <laughs> so then we like after, so this is like nine months of context yeah so we get to we would me and jimmy decide to fly via dublin
0: right okay <laughs>
1: because we think because they do a thing where they do pre-clearance
0: yeah so you fly over to dublin they check your passport and you they do all the custom stuff in dublin yes rather than in new york
1: yes because in yeah. my head it's like if i have to get on a plane for eight hours which i already hate uh and worry about not I'm worried about getting sent back at the other end. Like, I'm going to just... Buy, I'm just going to have an aneurysm on the plane. Yeah. So it's like, if we get out of the way, worst case scenario, we get Whereas deported from Dublin.
0: They do that service for businessmen, generally. Okay. So in some ways, it might not work that way because it's mostly businessmen who use that flight, but they do it because the queues at immigration at JFK, they only do it to JFK, I think.
1: Uh, Newark, we Newark. think. But I guess New York.
0: They, yeah, they only do it over there. So it's the, 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 the queues are so bad to get into New York... That they did, they do the Dublin service for businessmen to try and cut the time down overall. Oh,
1: fair enough. Yeah,
0: But there you go. So you went so, by Dublin. So
1: we did that and we were waiting. <laughs> and like, I made the mistake of letting Jimmy go first. So it's like, as far as like the context, um, we both had like my <laughs> mum's address because obviously my mum lives there. So I'm like, yeah. it's gonna be fine. I don't know what I'm worried about. My mum lives over there. We're going to see my mum. So he goes and I just, I'm stood behind from like a few meters away just watching him get questioned. And then just absolute dread because the woman like steps out of her booth and then walks jimmy to like a different area oh fuck and i'm just like oh fuck it's like i was anxious for a reason like this is all coming true like (laughs) shit we're not gonna get in so jimmy disappears and she comes back and i have to go to the same woman and she's just an arsehole to me she's just like she clearly like clocks on that we're, we're together yeah and she's just like what are you guys doing here just like i'm going to see my mom yeah. She's like it's like what what do you do for a living and i was like uh i drive a minibus it's like what does that mean it's like weddings and and stag do's and airport pickups <laughs> just like trying not to like give her any i'm just like because in my head i'm just like she must know she must know that why we're we're over here and like she must have something um and then she's just like uh, oh, right and it's like and your mom lives over here it's like yeah and she's like, why? Like,
0: it's like none of your
1: fucking business. She just
0: does. It's like
1: she she married a guy over there. It's like, okay. And you come over like every year. Like, yeah. And she's like, hmm. Then she stamps me and lets me through. And I'm just like, huh. It's like, now what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Because like Jimmy's in the fucking holding area. <laughs> so I have to like wait outside for like two hours and nothing happens. Jimmy's not replying to any of my messages. Well, because
0: he's probably not got his phone. Well, or well, it's maybe
1: well, I don't know what's going on. Cause I'm in my head, it's like, okay, he's getting questioned. And I've told him previously, like, look, Jimmy, if they ask if you're in a band and they name the band, there's no point lying about it because they know. So you may as well just tell the truth. Um, so I'm just like, fuck, they've asked him about it and he's telling the truth and they're realizing that I'm in the band as well. They're going to come and drag me. Like they're going to come and grab me at the gate or like, they're going to grab me off the plane and it's going to be fucking terrible. And then I get on the plane yeah. and Jimmy's not on the plane and the plane leaves and I'm like, okay, well, they're going to grab me at the other end and send me back. It's like, oh. uh, uh, uh. and then like, finally, Jimmy starts replying to shit. Oh God. Um, and it's just like, uh, yeah. So I missed the flight. They, they held me in this room for two hours. Didn't ask me any questions. It was just in a hole. It was like in a, a, a doctor's waiting room Yeah. who just sat on a, like just sat on a chair, just <laughs> waiting. And once they realized he'd missed his flight, they were just like, oh, well, well you've missed it now. So fuck off didn't question him or anything so he's just like oh and he goes and he has to he's like he just sends me this message which is like send me 150 pounds i'm just like what all right <laughs> so i'm just like <laughs> i've sent you 150 pounds oh like why is that like, i've had to move my flight to tomorrow they've said uh, i can try again i'm just like what the fuck is going on and then he he gets back to is the hotel he's staying at and i'm just oh, oh christ i didn't even i forget like every time i get to this point in the story and i realize Earlier in the morning, me and Jimmy took a taxi from our house to the airport and Jimmy's suitcase fell out the back of the taxi Yeah, and the taxi driver didn't clock on. He didn't close his door properly. Uh, and that was a stress unto itself. So we, like, in hindsight, like Jimmy didn't know what was going on. So I'm just like, look, what I think has happened here is you've tried to board a flight to a country you've never been to um, for We've like three weeks. Bike with no checked luggage like that's kind of suspicious ah like so you need to fucking go and buy a suitcase right now and he's like well it's seven o'clock like i don't know where i'd go i was like jimmy i'm like i'm googling fucking (laughs) primarks on the fucking plane it's like there's one five minutes from your hotel i've transferred you 50 quid can buy a fucking suitcase it's just like yeah fine (laughs) Um, oh god! so he does that he gets some clothes and, he, and he, he luckily he manages to get on the flight the next day thank fuck and steve and dave have no problem they fly straight into newark and they get through straight away so it's just like we all got in so that but was it all was the this
0: shit odd situation with the fact that the the suitcase fell off the back of a taxi and
1: i guess when you tell it to somebody at customs like it does sound like a a fucking apocryphal tale it's just like just completely made up just like yeah the suitcase fell out of the taxi it's like oh did it really
0: I I, well well, weirdly we won't go into the full story of it but the way that I heard this story was from the band (laughs) Prince Daddy and the Hyena who you were touring with like up until the day before and I arrived here to pick them up at whatever o'clock in the morning and the first thing they said to me is they went someone's suitcase has fallen out of the back of a taxi and um, uh, he can't get to America and I went what (laughs) <laughs> like, what and I, I, I couldn't work out how the two were related or what the fuck had happened and i didn't actually figure it out until about um well 24 hours later <laughs> but, but that yeah was like, what a fucking snafu like jesus christ
1: but that was just getting in and that was like yeah. at that point i was very outspoken about it i was just like we are never ever doing this again <laughs> you have to come out to a show because we are never touring america <laughs> this again this is the
0: last time the um, <laughs>
1: Then we had like the best fucking time. Yeah, we did. We did a, a weekend with uh like um as part of the Bad Times Records tour. So that, that was the Scar tour. So it's like Kill Lincoln, yeah. um, uh, SMN from Japan. Cool. And then like Thirsty Guys and Cat Bite also played some of the shows. Yeah. Just like the best fucking crew. Just like the best people, and like um like SMN, Cat Bite and Kill Lincoln were playing Fest as well. Nice. Which obviously we're doing the whole thing around. So we just, we saw them, like, so much. We saw, like, we made, like, such good friends of, like, this, like, little Scar crew. And it was so nice. Like, they, it sucked because we actually clashed with Catbite at Fest. But then, like, all, like, the Kill Lincoln guys and all, like, the Scar crew kind of came to see, like, the first 10 Aww. minutes of our set. And then, like, rushed across town to go see Catbite. And it's just, like. Oh, that's so cute. It was so sweet. It was, Aww. it was, it was the fucking best tour. Like, so,
0: what was the best thing about being in the States? Was there anything you really, really enjoyed? Not Before we get to first.
1: Uh, oh, I mean, 7-Eleven. Yes. Just like we... Slushies? We, we overdosed on Slurpees like the first few days and then just couldn't have any for the rest of it. <laughs> we bought this thing called the Big Gulp, which is bigger than my oh, head.
0: Oh my God. They're the huge, like monstrous cups just full of ice and sugar. It's right?
1: just like, whoa, this is diabetes yes it's like diabetes is not a laughing matter i appreciate that but like <laughs> that's, that's what it was
0: i remember in canada they used to have these um um they they had these cans of monster called bfc's like big fucking, big can. fucking can like and they came as like a flask with a screw top like oh. a metal screw top, and they're just these, but they're in, they're sold in measures that there's, there's so much caffeine in it that we're not legally allowed to sell them in the UK. Wait, Canada have that? Yes.
1: I thought Canada were on the level.
0: Uh, they still have a lot of sugar damn i don't know damn canada maybe this wasn't the state maybe it was i don't know it's somewhere in north america somewhere in north america um there's a lot of caffeine but yeah so big gulps like
1: generally like yeah the fast food and shit was yeah, like so good it was just like okay i just have to kind of kill myself for three weeks and then i'll get back and eat vegetables again <laughs> it's it like we had just so much holiday. weird crazy shit
0: brilliant and then so then you got down to fest
1: yeah it's just the whole thing the whole thing the, the strange thing was it was like touring the uk for the first time again and just like meeting all of these like cornerstones yeah. of the cities so like oh they're cool like, yeah so like there's the there's this crew called feed the scene uh, who are based in baltimore who are like it's the most like euro vibe because they have like it's a, like a, a charitable organization they're all like legit and they just have like this room full of bunk beds yeah and they just like take in bands oh um, because they they put on shows and stuff as well so we, we stayed there the same night as like Captain Asshole from Germany. Oh, fucking awesome. Um, this band called In The Meantime, who we made friends with from Boston. Just, just this awesome vibe. So they're just like meeting all these people. Um, and then they were all at Fest as well. Yeah. Which so is like Fest is just, I kind of like had put off even like trying to play Fest for like years before. Cause <laughs> just like, I don't really like any of those bands. Like I don't really like like beard punk, like mm. Jimmy, it's Jimmy's vibe. Like, I don't care about against I mean, me. And y- like, you like, are in fine, that, but like,
0: <laughs> you are yeah, in that genre. I, I know. Like
1: <laughs> your band is in it. It's kind of never anything that I've listened to. So it's like, yeah, yeah. but it's like, we, we talked to rehasher last year who were from Gainesville. Yeah. And they were like, we have to come play fest. And it's like, all right, well, yeah, it's like, I never wanted to go to Australia before. And then I met the Benny's and it's like, now I want to go play Australia.
0: Yeah. Go play Australia. Yeah.
1: yeah. So just like, it's, I go, I just love people, you know? Um. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, we get involved with Fest and then the lineup gets announced and it's like, fuck, this is ridiculous. Huge lineup. Like, let yeah. Jake's headlining and fucking Joyce is playing. It's like, so many of my friends and this is so great. And it was just, it was insane. <clears throat> it was just like, I, somebody like, very recently compared like, MPF to, to it as well. And it was kind I of, heard that too. kind of a similar vibe because it's just like, it's way more because it's like, it really does take over like, the entire area of this city.
0: Yeah, it's a huge thing. Whereas right? like,
1: the MPF is like, you can't take over Manchester.
0: How many like venues is it? Do oh, you know? Man,
1: it's like it's got to be like ten plus. Like it's because there were there were definitely some venues I didn't get a chance to go to. What
0: sort of size are the venues as well?
1: So like like Lucy's that we played was maybe like one fifty cap or something. Yeah, okay. Um, and then like Bodily Plaza, it's just like the middle of town. It's just so that's it's like, like if a they... big
0: outdoor area. Is it? Or... Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just like a big outdoor area um and then yeah there's just like there's a bunch of different size venues and usually they're like fairly themed so like like main stage is just kind of like the bigger bands but then like Lucy's on the day that we played was just international bands oh cool um and then like so there'd be like the Atlantic and like which would be more like kind of indie punk yeah so I didn't spend a ton of time in there um, I did see a, a really good Strokes cover set there.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, which was good. I really like the Strokes. This, this
1: is it. Though. There's like I think like I I was looking at it as if like every band was like against me and like Latimer and like
0: yeah, but actually like, it's a lot of small liners, bands. But it's
1: like yeah, it's it's so many different genres like that are represented there. It's it's a really like diverse. Festival. How
0: many days does it run over? Because I know there's like pre-fest and stuff as well.
1: Uh, there, I don't think there's an official pre-fest anymore. But there's like there's different pre-fests in cities in Florida.
0: Yeah. So like as people are traveling down, they go through. Yeah. Right? Pretty Which much. is such a good idea. Yeah. But so well, I'm just sorry. I know that you might not know all the answers to these questions, but do you know what sort of capacity it is then? Like how many people are there?
1: Fest as a whole, I don't know. No. But like a lot. I'm
0: just <laughs> thinking because that probably is comparable to MPF if it's like not. I mean, I know it's much much bigger.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely the same kind of vibe where it's like they've just kind of
0: like in a city It's just a bunch of bunch venues, of venues. In
1: the city. yeah
0: i really like that it's so how cool. do they go about you said they take over the whole area of that town how do they go about making it feel like you're at fest even if you're not in a venue or like i think it's just i mean to the other businesses really... around work with it as well or? i'm
1: pretty sure it's just it's just so difficult to avoid it because it's just just punks everywhere
0: uh, that's so cool
1: um, but there's also like, there's a fairy lights with like fest and yeah. stuff. It's I've just always awesome.
0: wanted to go. Um, but I've never had the opportunity. The lineup's always banging, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, the thing is the time when I could have done that, uh, I had other things on and now I just, I don't have enough cash to get out there. So Fair. maybe one day, maybe one day I've got so many fests on my list. Like I want to do booze cruise in Hamburg Oh yeah, stuff like that. Um, but I'm sticking to the UK at the moment, which is lovely. Because yeah. we, We've got some good we've got festivals. Some good festivals. Yeah. Um, so first, what did you enjoy most? Did you see any new bands?
1: Oh, I'm trying to think. I, I, oh man, I've got my schedule. I the was going to say, yeah, I could you, just look you don't at really schedule. drink that much, do you? I did. At did first. you or did
0: you not get hammered at first?
1: <laughs> I did drink quite a lot at first because <laughs> um, we didn't have to drive. Because like right. American cities is just, you can't walk anywhere. Yeah. And like, it's hard to park in Gainesville. So it's just like, cool. I guess we just get cabs every day. Yeah. There's like five of us. We'll figure it out. Um, So yeah, it was like, I did get drunk. Like I, I didn't drink the day we played. Right. I did just get very anxious <laughs> and felt sick all day, but I was also hungover. So. Well,
0: that's what you get from being drunk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, i'm trying to think like what i'm trying to think who i saw it was like new um
0: have you got your whole schedule on your phone i got my actually?
1: whole schedule on my phone that yeah. i'm just awkwardly looking at it makes for a really good um podcasting do, do, uh, do, uh do, art. i mean like do,
0: do, 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 so the, do,
1: do, <laughs> the... Do, do. carry on i think probably my favorite set was the scartoon network set
0: sorry scartoon network yeah that's did, a like... band
1: yeah oh what? you don't know scartoon network so it's Jeremy who um, is the trombone player in We Are the Union, right? And they they have this YouTube channel. You've
0: really not heard of Scar II Network. That is such a good Scar <laughs> band name.
1: So um, they they have like a whole YouTube channel, which is them playing like pop punk covers and yeah. stuff, but reworked as Scar songs. Oh wow! It's a big deal. Like that's wonderful. The it was fucking pa- it was at capacity. Like because it's it appeals to all the Scar kids, but it also appeals to all the pop punk kids. Amazing. Um, it was, it was amazing. It was so fun. Oh. I was just like, cause it was after we played, we played like a great set. Um, it was the end. It was like, it was the last band that I saw and it was just like such a good way to end the weekend. It's just like singing along to like blink one, eight, two covers with like a full scar band.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like great fun. What about, how did your set go?
1: It was fucking phenomenal. Like it was, it was so strange and so surreal because it was like all of these people that, i'd been like communicating with over the past like year or two who'd yeah. like gotten into us from the album from like america and like canada like i met the guys from punk rock avenue
2: yeah
1: um and it was like all these people that i kind of been communicating with and so we got on stage and i just look out and i just recognize like all these people and it's like i've never met these or maybe met these people this weekend yeah but it's like all these people are here and they're like singing along it was it was oh wow it was really emotional yeah it was really like fuck because there's definitely like every few months, there's a point where I'm just like, ah, I just got to stop doing this. It's like, it's not really, <laughs> it's not worth it. Do you
0: remember earlier you said to me that uh, I asked if you felt your album had done well. Mm. That's exactly what it's done. Yeah, It's given exactly. you a bunch of friends in places like the States. I know. It's like,
3: yeah. I.
0: I, I people who picked you up because you're making good music. That's yeah. Fantastic.
1: That's it It's those points where it's like, I can't complain about shit. Like, this is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because like we played, it was just fucking killer. It was so good.
0: Brilliant and then you did a couple more days but did anything go apart from the spectacularly awful beginning to things Did you have anything particularly weird or strange happen on tour
1: (laughs) no i think it was just the bleak thing was like after we did fest we just had like some of the just like terrible like it just like it was like just like awful like but it was also like oh this is the first time we ever toured here yeah we got very very lucky and very spoiled with like and Kill lincoln who have like a
0: huge following like a
1: great following yeah. then we got to do fest and it was like cool we haven't had any bad shows oh
0: and then afterwards and then
1: we just had like three or four shows where no. there was nobody there and we oh, like we fuck. still played with fucking awesome bands and we still got to hang out with a lot of cool people yeah
0: so it was still fun there were
1: no bad times but it was definitely like oof, this is <laughs> this is more <laughs> like it done. yeah <laughs> this is like coming back to reality well there was a definite worry of like do we book shows after fest because like realistically fest is probably going to be the best show on this run definitely so like
0: do you want to end on a high
1: yeah so we, we had like a few like kind of rough shows and then we had a really good show in charlotte um north carolina cool and then the last show was this crazy like house show in the bronx in new york nice and it was just like yeah we were just like we have to finish in like new york we have to finish somewhere where we know it's gonna be good yeah and we just we got there and it was literally someone's house and it's like kind of nice neighborhood in the bronx <laughs> and we just went like downstairs and it was there was just like a kitchen like front room combined thing
0: that sounds cool
1: and they just like taking everything out and just put like a full kit and like lights and a, like a decent pa <laughs> and shit and like some of the i was telling you about the guys in feed the scene from baltimore like they drove up from baltimore you're joking to come to the show and didn't tell us oh so we went to mcdonald's because it was the only thing that was near and then we came back and they were there and it was just like i i actually like cried
0: oh that's amazing because
1: it was like holy shit like this is like life affirming oh amazing stuff
0: that's brilliant yeah. and doing a house show in the bronx sounds like the ultimate kind of like yeah, jeff the... rosenstock not like dream <laughs> do you know what i mean everyone was just like, like oh
1: you never played a house show before it's like no because like this doesn't happen in england well it does but like
0: i've only ever been to a couple of house shows i put on a house show about a year and a half ago but it was you know acoustic yeah it's because <laughs> i, I, I feel like, like, like my neighbors <laughs>
1: yeah. it's way more of a thing over there
0: yeah, it's much more common, isn't it? But then I think things like, you know, basements are much more common over there. Then again, you've got a basement here, haven't you? Yeah, we could do the dungeon
1: a show. Just wake Jimmy up.
0: <laughs> you can fit a band in your basement. Oh, we could try. Well, maybe you could. <laughs> so, tour driving.
1: Tour oh, driving. yeah, that's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, you do tour driving. That's tour like driving, something tour that you're very manager. well known for. So, um, you've been out with fucking heaps of bands, but probably you've been out a lot with the Bennies on their European tours. Uh, you did a tour with Jeff Rosenstock as well, right? Uh, two. Two. Two tours with Jeff Rosenstock. Two tours with Jeffy, baby. I imagine that must be quite fun for someone who's uh, probably an old Bomb Music industry. Uh, I
1: didn't ever like Bomb in the Music industry. I loved the Arrogant Sons of uh, Bitches. Do you
0: know when I said Bomb the Music Industry, what I actually meant the to say was Arrogance The Arrogant Sons of the bitches. bitches because Three Tears for Disappointment is fucking amazing. <sighs> it's probably one of the best albums ever. I <laughs> think it is possibly one of, well, I'd put it in the top five best ska Punk albums ever written. Oh, certainly, yeah. Definitely. But... Um, like, as, as know, an album, it's... Bomb the Music Industry, mm. I'm not a huge...
1: I never got into them. And, like I, I, like, I love Jeff's stuff now. Yeah. So I definitely, like, revisited Bomb because I didn't like him at the time. And I'm just like, oh, well, I love Jeff's stuff now. So, and I love... A S O B, so like I must like hmm. this, but I just not from. Nah, no, it just doesn't.
0: It's a little bit esoteric I think, compared to some of the other stuff. But then again, shows so a lot of his solo stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Um, how else have you been out with?
1: Uh, I did Joyce Manor this year as well. I forgot about Joyce Manor.
0: Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, of course.
1: Uh, I've done like a. I've, who else do Foxing, like a lot of like really relevant, good like emo bands or like bands within that kind of sphere. I seem to be like in that niche. Like, I have, like, Can't Swim coming up and, like, Slaughter Beach Dog. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just, for whatever reason, I guess there's not a lot of money in punk and pop punk, though. So, like, (laughs) they're kind of not really the bands who can afford to pay people. No, but
0: the emo scene's actually, well, what is kind of current emo is doing really well at the moment. Yeah, for sure. So it totally makes sense they're going to be booking those bigger tours and doing stuff like that. Can't Swim will be really fucking fun.
1: Yeah, those guys are awesome.
0: Yeah, that's going to be Brilliant. Um, so in the last year or so, what's been your favorite of your tour times?
1: Damn, I think like I forgot about Just Friends. So Just Friends are coming over next year as well. Oh, sweet! They're fucking. They're just the. They're fucking insane. Yeah. Like they're like legit like insane people because they're like, uh, have you like seen them or heard them?
0: Uh, I've seen them twice, I think. Yeah. Oh, when did you see them? I don't know. Did they do Manchester? Did I see them at a festival? I've they, definitely seen them though.
1: They only, they did, uh, they taught over here with mom jeans.
0: Uh, I don't know if you would have I don't seen think them. this was recent. I think it was before that. Oh,
1: oh well, they've never taught over here before. Oh, well, maybe I fucking haven't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, they're like,
1: yes. Yeah, so I'm sure like...
0: I did. Did we not run into each other at some point? I don't know. Like... Did we have a coffee at some point when you were with them? Because I feel like we did. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Because they did Leeds. They didn't do Manchester. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't Um, know what day of the week it is. So (laughs) don't ask me questions.
1: I don't either. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Um, I'll check this afterwards though.
3: Yeah. When I can Uh, be asked to get my phone up.
1: So they, the vibe is that they're like, they're a weird anomaly. And there's a few bands like that who like, they're on like pure noise and they tour with like, uh, like pop punk bands and emo bands. But they're like, they're like a weird, like emo red hot chili peppers. They're like, they're like a 10 piece. Well, I think they played on this tour as a 10-piece. Um, and they kind of borrow members from Mom Jeans as well. Yeah. So the the lineup is like, it was fun because I like picked them up and I was trying to like, trying to do that thing I do like most day ones of tour where I don't know a band, trying to guess like which member does what. And I was <laughs> like, okay, like what what instruments went in the back? It's like, okay, there's a trombone there. Like, so you're the trombonist and like blah, blah, blah. And then they, they set up and it's like, Oh, I was so wrong. It's like they have like three guitarists, uh a keyboard player who also plays trombone, two vocalists, um, another trombone player, trumpet player, like bass player, drummer, just like
0: Okay, for the record, I haven't seen that and I'm I've worked yeah. out I'm miss I'm mixing them up with another band with friends in the title.
1: Real friends? Yes. Oh, they're very different.
0: Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, just okay, like so hang on. Ma- that on. sounds fucking mad
1: like they're super fun they're, they're, they're doing oh i don't think they've announced it yet
0: well okay don't don't tell <laughs> me then don't tell me
1: well, they've, been, they've, they've announced they're coming over
0: they're doing a something
1: they're doing a something in the city that you live in oh cool it's not the something but it's around the something
0: oh okay cool <laughs> so it's a something at that time of something
1: yeah but it's i think it's <laughs> allegedly af- i think it's after <laughs> i think i think they would I think they got pitched maybe for the something, but it, it doesn't make a ton of... St- they're not they really might not M- fit the something. Yeah, they don't really fit the something.
0: <laughs> they might not fit the something, but they'll fit something else. And it, anna- everything's fine.
1: They've announced... They've definitely <laughs> announced, <laughs> what have they announced... They've definitely announced Uncle M-Fest.
0: Oh, cool. That's so it really is good So it's common one.
1: knowledge that they are coming over. Right. Uncle M-Fest always but. looks really good as well. But yeah. I think,
0: would it be right saying Uncle M-Fest is all bands that work with Uncle M and no one else?
1: Not necessarily. I
0: think that might be one of their booking criteria in one way or another whether that's through because they were labeled label but they do pr as well i think
1: um oh, maybe
0: i could be wrong but it always looks absolutely fucking banging and it's the bands like, are always really good though
1: have i done it once or twice i've definitely done it with the bennies oh yeah i've done it twice i did it with the bennies and wait no i just done it with the bennies twice i think yeah because they did there was one year with like foxing and monty girls cool which was a weird lineup it's like with the bennies in the middle the bennies
0: do pop up in some strange
1: places it's oh they're such a strange band because they they just make friends with everybody yeah so it's like i mean it and i think because they obviously share a lot in common with smith street as well they there's kind of some divergence there where they they have the same manager right so a lot of the stuff when they first started coming over here was like very like indie so they have like ties with like like specialist subject, and like they toured of with course, Shit yeah. Present and like uh, Apologies. They
0: did a tour with Shit Present and the Smith Street Band, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is such an odd lineup. I remember the crowd were really, really, really confused by the Bennys for about. I don't know I saw them on a couple of dates of that tour and they did Norwich and yeah, you got shit present. Everyone was super into that. Yeah. And then the Bennys came on <laughs> to all these Smiths. That, and also this was around the time that the Smith Street bands fans were starting to change because it used to be all like kind of indie punks, like a kind of our age. Yeah. And then it got into this like younger, like younger uni yeah, group yeah, of yeah. people who, yeah, I don't know, around the time they released, um, uh, what was the album after Throw Me In The Fucking River? It was
1: the one with Death of the Lads on. I don't remember what the da, album was da, da, da. called, though.
0: I feel like the album might be oh, called Death to... I don't know what the artwork is. Well, here we go. This is the point where we can realise <laughs> I stopped liking the Smith Street Band. It's all about the first album for me. Um, <laughs> but they... Um... Actually, no, fuck it. I like most of their albums. So that's a lie. Um, they did that tour and the... Uh, yeah, all those kind of younger Smith Street Band fans who'd only just discovered them. <laughs> they got like two songs of the bennies and you could just see people going... What the fuck is this? It's and just, then about three songs in, they all suddenly went click. Yeah, got it's it and like, started fucking dancing. They'll it's play like, like fucking
1: party machine. And it's just like, oh, this is great.
0: Yeah, who doesn't like that? I mean, it's, it's just, not my genre, but it's fucking brilliant. Right?
1: It's like if you described the Bennies to someone, it sounds like the worst. It's like, yeah, it's like Andrew WK meets like Sublime. It's like, oh, it sounds <laughs> fucking awful. I never want to listen to that. No,
3: it does sound like, awful. I actively tried great.
1: to avoid touring with the Bennies when I first got offered that. Yeah, which is so funny because it was mainly because they were talking with throwing stuff throwing stuff were the first band i ever drove on tour with mast intruder we nearly got kicked off the tour day one yeah because they were such fuckheads um and then like it was kind of downhill from there (laughs) i love those guys but like jesus that was a terrible tour Uh (laughs) um and then yeah so i got offered like the bennies and throwing stuff and i was just like Oh, I don't want to do that at all. That sounds like an awful tour that I would have no fun on. And then it was uh it was incredible. It was great. I met some like of my best friends.
2: They they sound like, that tour.
1: they're
0: lovely. I've met them a couple of times. Yeah, well just I think really like,
1: nice. for, for me as someone who like doesn't drink, who doesn't do drugs. And
0: they party really hard, don't they? Just
1: like yeah, I just want to like my favorite tour ever was uh Alison Weiss, who's now AW and Jenny Owen and uh, Youngs and it was like it was we were in bed by like eleven every night. Oh yes. We were up at like nine. We were like doing stuff. It was so nice. It was so pleasant. Um and it was just the nicest tour. So then like I think it was like the tour after that was the Benny's. Yeah. Cause I was telling like uh the guys in like AW's band, I was like, Yeah, fuck, I've got this tour with the Bennies coming up. Like I really don't want to do this. I really don't think I'm gonna enjoy this. And then it was like, Oh no, no, these guys are just the best people in the world. And this is really fun. And it's fine because I can, I can be dad and I can look after them.
0: I suppose, does it actually help in a way if if they know that you're quite comfortable going and going to bed and stuff like that?
1: Oh, they'll definitely still try and get me involved. But it's just like, I mean, we're like three or four tours you, in now. Yeah, it's Yeah, like they
0: know you really well now. The but I suppose you can kind sad. of, you can be friends, but also you can almost, it's quite, one of the things I find with tours is that you're really on top of each other a lot of the time. So if you've sure. got a separate time where you're going to, you know, not go get drunk and whatever, then that maybe gives you a bit of self time as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm just... for sure.
1: It's it, the dynamics good because they, they need me and I need them. <laughs> and then and then we, we they, they always bring like new people every tour as well, which is so it's always seems to be like seven foot tall Australians. Just like, where have you found this fucking gigantic <laughs> human <this> guy? being? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good vibe
0: no I, I imagine touring with them is insanely fun although it looks like you've done some really long runs as well
1: the one tour they did last year i think broke all of us i think was it it was like 30 odd days was it
0: where we ran into you at spam first
1: yeah yeah so even ran... that was like they were doing two shows in a day because they did oh yeah that was it they did in, wasn't in it... austria and then we did munich with satanic surfers
0: in the same day the same day i remember thinking why are the bennies on so early and That's I remember why. coming to talk to you and I was so hungover <laughs> and very sad. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, I, oh, good, Summers is here. I'll go talk to him. He'll understand. <laughs> He'll look after me. <laughs> he tried to sell me some sunglasses. <laughs>
1: yeah, probably sounds about right. I
0: probably needed him. <laughs> but yeah, that was two shows in the same day. And then I think we saw you at the beginning of that tour as well in like Belgium or
1: something. Oh, Yeah, were you at El Topo? Yeah. Oh, that That was after, I think
0: was it, it was after Fuck nice. oh yeah it would have been yeah and then we then we went was...
1: over to fucking prague uh, and then back Ugh, oh, it was rough
0: what's the longest you've ever driven
1: oh long so the longest i remember the longest in like one go was i drove from uh oslo right in norway which was really stupid um, to where leeds yeah it was really like, it was you really... drove
0: from Norway
1: to Leeds in one run it was really dumb it was like a full
0: did you have another driver no it, did you have any and no no sleep breaks
1: no it was really stupid
0: that is really stupid Thomas.
1: <laughs> it was like two ferries so I guess I oh, chilled fine. out on the ferry yeah yeah but it was like a good like 20 plus hours oh my god it was uh it's kind of what nothing's wrongs about actually yeah which is weird, yeah. Um, because I was driving home. <laughs> I guess I can say this in <laughs> hindsight now. I was driving home <laughs> for a reason because it was like uh, I hadn't seen my ex for a while. Yeah, and it was like okay, I'm I'm gonna surprise her. I'm gonna oh I'm gonna like be home like a day early. So I'm gonna do this like three day drive in a day. Oh, and then a message I was like hey i'm home and then she's like oh i'm not It's i like, oh. should have known it wasn't going to work out from then really oh, oh mate <laughs> so just like cool well see in fucking two days because that's how long i'm gonna sleep for
0: oh no so <laughs> so you drove from norway to leeds for romantic reasons as well. i guess so i mean that's quite sweet and romantic really i, quite, I like that in a way no but that is a long fucking drive. What about with with a band in the back?
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's it. Like I'll I I wouldn't do that with a band.
0: <laughs> no, because the band would
1: the band would want me to stop. Kick off, yeah. It's <laughs> like you need the
0: toilets. What do you mean you need the toilet? <laughs> You've
1: got fucking fifteen more hours to go. How You're is it breaks. that
0: people can't like time their urination to the exact moment that it's you want to stop this. the band? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. Um, I don't know. I think what was it I did? I went out with a band that will remain nameless, um, and they. <laughs> Well, not, they're, they're they're mates of mine, but uh, they were not They don't know that I was annoyed. I, I acted like I wasn't annoyed, but That's... I made a strict rule when they got in the van of just being like, "Okay, we're going to stop this many times between A and B. This is how many times we're going to stop." And I was quite like forceful about it. And because I was forceful, I think they thought I was joking.
1: Yeah, I have the same thing a lot.
0: Six stops later. Yeah,
1: The <laughs> ah. ghouls were really bad for that. Maz wouldn't let me. They just <laughs> Maz and Spani just drank a lot. Yeah, Mars just got this whole thing in my head, in his head, that I was this evil, evil overlord who wouldn't let people urinate. It's like <laughs> trying to get you the fucking gig on time, you dickhead. Yes. Stop drinking.
0: And then you go, Doctor Marion. You go for a wee, and you have a little trip around the service station. You know, go off for a little wander. No, get in the fucking van. Um, uh, long as there's someone in the back. I
1: i don't know like it um a lot of them i've done some shitty ones to like sweden because people think that playing sweden's worth it
0: no which it generally isn't because
1: (laughs) it's a long way out of the way it's really expensive and it's really expensive to get there because you have to cross like bridges and stuff yeah that have like a hundred euro tolls oh that's a lot yeah and it's like both ways it's like it's it's obviously a beautiful country and like awesome people i'm not saying you shouldn't play sweden I'm just saying, in the the context of a DIY punk tour, it's just not worth it.
0: Again, I think Sweden is somewhere that's quite hallowed in the uh, particularly skate punk annals because you've got so many great Swedish bands, haven't you? Sure,
1: but yeah. Oh, it is did Spain actually as well, but then again, it was it was on my own. So, <laughs> but I did a couple of tours in Spain.
0: Didn't you have to drive down to Spain to pick up Jeff Rosenstock? Rosenstock? Yeah, yeah, that
1: was. Oh, that was last year, and I did. yes. Yeah. So that was the first time I'd, I've ever driven to Spain, and that was fucking wild. <laughs> um, and then like shortly after that, I got asked to do free throw, uh, and that was like, Oh, you guys are finishing in Spain. It's so like, because I'm just like, Cool, just Spanish now. So then I had to drive back from Spain. That's, so that's
0: cool. That's what's it like driving from somewhere like spain really to Leeds by yourself
1: boring
0: what do you oh, do to entertain myself?
1: yourself? oh i just listen to podcasts and like i'm pretty good at entertaining myself do
0: you have favorite podcasts
1: um i do i i listen to a lot of like wrestling podcasts and like of course you do creepy pasta podcasts i, I, like, <laughs> I like like spooky stories and like i like true crime stuff as well cool and yeah like wrestling stuff
2: yeah
1: nice so I, I keep myself occupied. It's it's I I do like being in the van on my own. It's nice. I
0: actually, I really like driving on my own. I'm not sure why. I view it as kind of like almost like a meditative thing. Like you yeah. kind of, you can't, it doesn't really matter what's happening in your head because you've got to just keep driving. So your brain just goes, la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 And it's sort of, I don't know why I, I think it's good thinking time.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like that one in particular, though, is like driving through like, France for like 10 hours is the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> it's a very dull country.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I think any country where you're on a motorway, you don't recognize as well is a bit, or even yeah. if you don't recognize it or like, I don't know. I swear that when I go into Belgium, there's two service stations that I always recognize. And I'm like, I know those service stations better than any other part of Belgium. And that's sad. Yeah. They're the that's only really thing that sad. are ever
1: fucking open in Belgium. I still don't understand Belgium. <laughs> I've been going there for years and I still don't understand how it works. (laughs) Nothing's ever open. It's like, it's fucking Saturday afternoon. Why isn't this supermarket open?
0: That's ridiculous. (laughs) Maybe they take it in turns. Where has been your favorite place that you've been on top?
1: Ooh. I mean, it's... At this point, there's a few places. So there's like... I mean, Fest is like way up there now. Well, as far as like... Places. I mean, do you mean like places to play, or like just places to visit? Either places so like, to
0: visit. What's your favorite place I mean, to visit?
1: Tokyo is kind of like untouchable. Oh
0: well, yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was incredible
1: and just so much. Just everything I want is in Tokyo.
0: You are very well. You you're also really well known for your love of Pokemon.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they're like they have physical Pokemon centers. They're like big into like wrestling. They have like just theme parks and all this crazy shit. It's fucking amazing. Um. <laughs>
0: What about favourite venue?
1: Favourite venue, uh, there's, this, there's this really small, really weird club on the outskirts of Munich that's yeah. called Rulps. Uh, say which, that again. Uh, it's like Rulps. Ooh. Um, which apparently is the German word for like burping or something like that. Oh, cool. And it's just, it's this really crazy, like little, like, it's like run by punks and they it's kind of like a communal thing, which I think a lot of Euro venues are. Um, And it's just a weird one way. It's just one of those where we we were like desperately looking for dates in this euro tour and we found we somehow managed to like squeeze ourselves onto a show there yeah but it's like it's kind of very like insular so like all the bands are from like the surrounding area um so it's pretty rare that like a band from out of town would even be playing but we turned up and we were like fully embraced like they loved us and we've been back like maybe once or twice since just like some of the craziest shows, like yeah, there's I think it's the Not Today video that I did like recently, which is like a lot of live footage from like a Euro tour, and every, any scene where you see like somebody naked, or somebody <coughs> in full like armor, right, on the dance floor, like that's at this place in Munich. Yeah, I think I, I took ghouls <laughs> there a couple of times as well, and like they had the same thing. It's just it's fucking awesome, and they, but they were closed for a couple of years because of like damage and stuff. But they've reopened, so we're playing Punk Rock Holiday next year, so I'm really hoping we can go back. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: kind of on the way. Oh, awesome. Well, that's fantastic. Well, it's been really nice talking to you. Do you have anything coming up that you'd like listeners to know about?
1: Uh, Well, Sarah, well, do it together fest.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, right. 20- uh, oh, shit, yeah.
1: We have, it depends on this. I'm guessing this isn't going to go up before. We're playing with Wonk Unit this week, which will be fun. Um, And then, yeah, do it together fest. And um, we just got confirmed for Punk Rock Holiday as well. So Yay! Yay! Yay, Ho- Punk Hope- Rock
0: Holiday! Yeah, so
1: hopefully we're doing a tour around that.
0: So obviously the two best festivals of the year then. like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> that's mm. a joke. Um, but Pretty yeah, like, I'm doing Do It Together first. I'm so glad that you can play. Um, yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I, I was really confused and at one point thought that you weren't. And now you are. And that's Yay. very good. And I'm very happy. But you're not on the poster and I'm very sorry. Hopefully we'll get at <laughs> it at some point. <laughs> uh, I should probably ask really, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> if not you can just like graffiti over yeah, the copies we'll that I'm getting signed. Tra- Emma sent <laughs> me
1: like a, a a single graphic thing. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, twenty fourth, twenty fifth January. That's gonna be fun. Um but yeah, so that's about what you've got coming up. And I know that you teased that some new songs and new EPs and stuff are coming, but I've got no idea when this podcast is going out, so you probably I, I
3: shouldn't tell me song about will
1: it. Probably be up by the time this goes
0: interesting i mean you you know how long it takes me to edit anything so there's a well, good chance of it
1: it's <laughs> from today it's 10 days
0: 10 days so. i might we'll see we'll see oh du, 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 du. <laughs> that's a challenge Sarah for me will add it
1: some, like i'd add, add a bit in post here if it comes out before then
0: <laughs> um right so we're not going to play the new track because you know it may not it may or may not be out oh, you can out. play it if you want Oh, hang on. Oh, why don't we do a Wayne's World and record two versions of this ending? <laughs> doodly-loo, doodly-loo, doodly-loo. <laughs> Let's record a two version ending. Okay. So uh, depending on which song this is going to be, what you... this is either the New Eat Defeat single that I haven't... Actually, I have heard it. Um, this is either the New Eat Defeat single that will already be out or we're going to play a single from the album that you've released.
1: All right. <laughs> So
0: pick some song names. Son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait, are we playing this as it's either going to be? So it's either going to be, it'd probably be not today, old friend.
0: Uh, I was thinking not today, old friend. Yeah.
1: Which is the last song off our album, um, which is a really good song. And I like very much.
0: It was one of the first ones I remember you guys for, because I remember seeing you live at Might As Well Fest. Oh, yeah. You, yeah had that the was big, it. you had the big drop down bannery thingy well, yeah we had the, the that banner says, that we
1: that yeah. I, I sewed
0: you did you made a really nice sewn it's banner. really sweet still yeah. got it but yeah not today old friend It's probably uh, at least in my top three defeat songs i was about to say my favorite and then i thought of two other songs that i also really oh, love well, what the other two uh i really like shortcuts obviously clearly uh and you know i was about to say time and tide itself but no there's another one on time and tide that i really why can't i think what it is we're going to play some Meet the Feet songs you can play some Meet the Feet songs well, that, basically we'll just stick the album on the end shall we yeah yeah it's, <laughs> let's be like a
1: three hour podcast
0: um, but yeah so this is either going to be Not Stay Old Friend or a uh, new, new single the new
1: song's called Wake Up and it's the <laughs> it's actually the last song on the new EP
0: excellent and that will be out at some point in December when this podcast may or may not be out yeah Wayne's World Ending <laughs>
3: myself not to quit and now I'm
0: Thank you so much to Summers for chatting with me. I really enjoyed doing that interview. I hope that you guys enjoyed it just as much. If you did enjoy it, then please do give it a like and a share on social media and give a subscribe to the podcast. If you subscribe, it means that you get episodes first and it really helps us to get the podcast out to more listeners as well. Uh, We've got plenty coming up before the end of the year. Uh, and plenty coming up in the new year as well. As we talked about in the interview, uh, I'm hosting a little mini festival in London called Do It Together Fest. I'm doing that with my good friends Paul from B-Sharp Promotions uh, and the New cross Crossing, uh, who you can probably play. You can probably play Paul Smith Bingo with the podcast. You just got to wait for him to pop up in every episode. Uh, and we're hosting that as well with Colin Clark from Colin's Punk Rock World. Go give some love to Colin's punk rock world at the moment as well. Uh, they've had, well, they've encountered some Facebook issues uh, and their Facebook's been shut down, their website's been shut down as well. For a small independent bit of press, this is a fucking horrendous thing to happen. Um, you know, Colin's just doing his best to get bands out there and he's been reported for oversharing his reviews, I guess. Um I mean they're not really sure why there's been a problem with it, but at the moment the website's not working, which is making me really sad. Um I'm hoping that he's gonna let me post some of his articles on the Shout Louder website instead. Um but yeah, we're all getting together. We're putting on a festival called Do It Together Fest. We have Lightyear and the J B conspiracy headlining because we thought Yes, let's go back to our scarpunk punk roots. Get, let's go back to the early noughties. Let's go get sweaty and rambunctious in a mosh pit. We've got other scarpunk in the form of Just Say Nay and Call Me Malcolm. As you heard, we've got Eat Defeat playing. Uh, there's heaps of other bands as well. Off the top of my head, there is Uniforms goodbye blue monday fabled mind forever unclean M F, toodles and the hectic pity who've just signed to specialist subject it's really cool i love them so much um they're bristol folk punk they're really upbeat they're perfect for specialist subject and that's a huge bit of news for them um who else have we got loads of bands burnt tapes triple sunday uh Bands, 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 bands. Lots of bands. Go check it out. Go buy a ticket. You can do that over at the New Crossing website. And as I'm sure you expect, there's a Facebook event. So you can see that all of your friends are already going as well. But yeah, come join us for that. It's on the 24th and 25th of January. We're also going to have a little record and zine fair there. And basically, we just want to celebrate how great this community that we're part of is. In the meantime, go and check out what Summers is up to as well. I highly recommend that if you're a band looking to tour or if you're looking for a tour driver in general, go check out Summers Touring Services. He's excellent company and his van is much more reliable than our joking stories suggest. Um, thank God for New Blue. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, go check out Summers' music over it, all the Eat Defeat channels, all that kind of thing, and keep an eye out for them popping up at some dates later in the year as well. And Punk Rock Holiday, that's going to be a fun one. Eat Defeat in the sunshine. I can't imagine anything better. But yeah, thank you so much to Summers for talking to me. Thank you to you guys for listening. If you want more information about Eat Defeat or about what we do at Shout Louder, head over to shout-louder.com. And yeah, thank you so much, guys. We'll see you down the front.